stocks, bonds, ETFs, straight out of downtown Chicago. This is Zach's Market Edge. Welcome to Zach's Market Edge, the podcast about investing in your life. I'm your host, Tracy Reinick, and this week I'm going solo to try to find the best growth stocks that are out there. Growth stocks that are on the move, that have some momentum. There are some out there, but I had no idea what they were because, as most of you know, I am the value stock strategist here at Saks. But values having its own issues. So I felt like I want to see what's happening on the growth side. There's got to be something good over there. I know the semiconductors have been on the move, but what else has been? Also, I thought it might show us or give some light into what is hot right now. What has the high Zacks ranked? What has the good growth scores? What is in the top 50% of Zacks ranked industries? And it's on the move higher, not lower, but higher. These kind of difficult things to all have, you know, at the same time, really. Because remember, the Zacks rank the number one or number twos, which are the strong buys and the buys. So those are the very best of the Zacks rank. Those stocks, in order to get that, you have to have the analysts raising earnings estimates. And most analysts are cutting them on many, many companies right now. The overall S&P 500 earnings are expected to decline uh, this year, and they're uh, expected to be lower here in the first quarter. So there's been a lot of estimate cuts. Then we had the banking crisis. So even the banks have been cut pretty dramatically recently. And so where where is it that somebody is either raising or things are still looking kind of good on the growth side of the story? So that's why I decided to do one of the screens. And it is called the top ranked growth stocks that are on the move. I like the idea of on the move, which is moving higher, not lower here in 2023, because there's still a lot of areas that are struggling, but these stocks are not because this screen looks for price changes in one week, four weeks, and then 12 weeks. So that's three months. I went a little bit further. I just did year to date when I was looking at some of these stocks that the screen returned. I also looked at one year out just to kind of see where it's come from. And then the last month, which the screen actually also looks at, that's the four weeks, obviously. And um, again, this one, the screen also gives you Zach's number ones or twos. That's the top ranks, but growth scores, the Zach style score of A or B, those are the top growth scores. It is looking for the top 50% of Zach's ranked industries. That's uh, got to give something bullish because that means the analysts are raising or doing something good in that industry. It did look for stocks above $5. So we're not going to get any of these like super dirt cheap, you know, dollar stocks. So sorry, maybe I'll do, maybe I'll do one of the podcasts on, you know, stocks under $10 or something. I know many of you like those. So, and I haven't done one of those in a while. So I'm going to do one of those soon. Um, but this one also looked for average volume over 100,000 because, again, we don't want something that, you know, isn't really traded very much or, you know, not many people, if anyone is aware of. So we didn't want to get any average volumes of like 10,000 shares or something like that. So combining all of this, all of these things in one screen, we got uh, six matches. That's it. That's pretty exclusive club, I feel, for 
the top ranked the growth stocks that are on the move because, as I mentioned just a minute ago, that's a very difficult category. I did not know how much there would be because you got to have those analysts looking for something positive. And there's not a lot of positive things going on out there in the earnings estimates area. And then you had to have the stock on the move. The street also had to be buying in the traders. Stock traders had to be in these. So what are these? They're not, they're all in different industries. So that's also interesting, intriguing. And they're all different market caps. And they weren't really what I thought I would find when I ran the screen. Even though I'm the value person, I I still didn't think that these would be where the growth on the move was. But, you know, it is what it is, right? Um, And that's what makes using screens with the Zach's rank and the Zach's style scores kind of uh, unique and interesting because it does sometimes uh, reveal some hidden companies that maybe you're not really focused on. These are the ones that are not talked about on Fox Business or CNBC or they're not even really followed much on like stock twits or the Reddit boards. Like there's certainly no Reddit groups. The the apes aren't in these, you know. So these are uh, more like hidden gems, really, on the growth side with the good Zach's rank. And the Zach's rank can really unveil, you know, these types of companies, these hidden gems where the analysts are more bullish. So that's why I like to use the Zach's rank. I feel like it's a great tool in this kind of uh, kind of earnings market that we have right now in this stage of an earnings cycle where things are more bearish and there's more cuts going on than increases. So where you can find those increases is a key area to be looking if you're looking for some new stocks to keep on your watch list. So what are these six companies? I'm going to talk about all six of them because, again, uh, they are all fairly intriguing. So first one out the gate is on the tech side, and it's Asur, Asur Software. Uh, and that ticker is A as in Adam, S as in Sam, U as in Universe, R as in Robert. A-S-U-R, and ASUR is A-S-U-R-E, A-S-U-R-E software. And what they do, they are HR consulting and payroll and HR solutions for small businesses. They themselves have a small cap market cap of just 316 million, which is why maybe, you know, you might not have heard of them because they are on the small cap side. They are in the internet delivery services industry. That is a top five industry right now on Zacks, and it ranks 12 out of 251 industries. So this, this one in the screen is really picking up that really good industry rank. Um, it's beat four quarters in a row, so we got to like that. And it's I did look at the PE because I can't help myself. I'm, I am the value investor after all even though it doesn't matter for the screen, but the PE is at 44, just so you know, but I know growth investors don't care. PEG though, you might want to care about that, but it's at 1.8. It's not too terrible. It's not cheap, but it's not too terrible. So I like that. Um, Year to date, these shares are up 67%. 
One year, they're up 139.2%. So you can see they are, this stock is on the move. It does have the good momentum. Now, I did take a look at those earnings and it's expected to be up 133% here in 2023 to 35 cents from 15 cents last year. It is the number one rank and um, the analysts are pretty bullish on this one, as is the street, obviously, with it up 67% year to date. So that's the first stock. It's on the tech side, Asur Software, A-S-U-R. The second company is called Solo Brands, and the ticker there is D as in David, T as in Tom, C, D-T-C. They're also a number one rank, and they are a lifestyle branding company. So what does that mean? They make the Solo Stove, which is like an outdoor stove, the Oru Kayak. They have Chubbies, which are men's swim shorts, and they make the Isle, I-S-L-E, which are uh, paddle boards, affordable paddle boards. So you can kind of see the vibe that they're they have, if you go to their website, it's pretty obvious, but lifestyle and adventure brands. And uh, this one's actually cheap, PE of just 8.6 and a peg of 0.5. So I'm liking all that. Now, uh, this is a small cap too, market cap of 791 million. They've also beat four quarters in a row. So great track record. I said they were number one. They actually have a B growth score. And then I took a look at their estimates. They are expected to be down for fiscal 2023, 96 cents versus 107 the prior year. That's down 10.3%. And then 2024, $1.17, um, which is up 22.4%. And I know what you're thinking, like, well, how could this make this kind of screen if the growth is actually you know, declining in fiscal 2023? Well, the um, estimates have been cut in the recent just week. And so you are seeing a little bit of a decline in those estimates, but they were up earlier, um, if that makes any sense. So recently, the analysts have been maybe getting a little more cautious, but then looking out to fiscal 2024, it's looking better. So this is a type of company on the consumer product side you're really going to have to wait and just see what they report. Um, so, you know, they were expected uh, just two months ago to make 88 cents for this year. And now they're at 96 cents. That's where they're getting the number one rank. So the analysts were not that bullish just two months ago. But in the last week, maybe they're getting a little more nervous given what happening with the consumer and the consumer is starting to pull back just a little bit. So anyone owning any of these consumer brands, any kind of apparel, you know, these, these kind of lifestyle items, um, shoes, beauty, like basically anything on the consumer side, you're really going to have to pay attention and see what happens over the next six to 12 months, basically, with the consumer. And it's going to go all over the place, including these estimates. But for now, Solo Brands is a number one, and it is pretty cheap. As I as I mentioned, it's got that peg of 0.5. Now, what's it doing o- over the year? The shares are up 14.6%, but most of that has just come year to date, where it's up 120%. So this one was probably kind of left for dead. And then this year has got a nice pop. 
and is up big. Over the last month, up 49%. So people still believing in the, in solo brands and it is on the move. Um, do I have the industry rank? I do. Industry is 87th out of 251. That puts it in the top 35%. So that's solo brands, ticker DTC. And uh, the third stock on our list is also interesting because this is one I wasn't really surprised to see on it. Um, and everybody knows it. Hilton Worldwide, ticker HLT. Yes, the hotel chain. They are a Zax number two. That's the buy right now with a B growth. They have a PE of 24.8, but the PEG ratio is just 0.7. So a peg under one indicates value along with growth. That's a rare combination. So they they have both categories here with Hilton Worldwide. Uh, market cap, 37.5 billion. So it is the big cap, as you might assume. But really looking at those earnings estimates, it's looking just really good for these hotel chains, especially this one, Hilton, up 16.4% in 2023 to $5.69 from 489 last year. The estimates are mostly up here for 2023, so analysts are bullish. Uh, what, are the, what is the stock doing? Over the last year, it's down 2.2%. So, you know, not doing much in the last year, but year to date up 12.6. And that is outperforming the S&P 500 by quite a bit. Over the last month, it's up but just 1.3%. So it does have, it's, it is on the move but just not as dramatically as, you know, solo brands or as sure is. Uh, Hilton also pays a dividend, yielding just 0.4%, however. Um, did I say the industry rank? No, I did not. It's 34th out of 251, and that's the top 14%. Nobody should be surprised that these travel names and the travel industries like hotels are among the top on the industry rank because, the earnings estimates are on the rise still for the that group. Anything with uh, travel and leisure, still the outlook is good for 2023. So that's Hilton Worldwide HLT. Number four stock is intriguing. I used to own it maybe 10 years ago, 15 years ago, maybe even. Now I'm kind of lamenting. Why didn't I, why didn't I still hold on to that? Um, I'm not sure why I didn't. But it is Coca-Cola, but FEMSA, Coca-Cola FEMSA, and FEMSA, F-E-M-S-A. And the ticker is K, as in Katie, K-O-F, as in Frank, K-O-F. And it's the largest Coca-Cola franchise bottler in the world by sales volume. It's headquartered in Mexico City. It specializes and does business in Latin America. Over 2022, it saw double-digit volume growth in Brazil, Colombia, Argentina, and Guatemala, and solid growth overall. I think it was 8.6% for the year, um, and all regions saw some solid growth. So that was a good quarter or a good year for Coca-Cola FEMSA. Analysts see another solid year for 2023 with earnings expected to be up 7.7% to $4.86 from $4.51 last year. Um, and it is the Zach's number one rank. It's got the strong buy. The growth uh, score is a B. This is in the beverage soft drinks 
area that's a top industry as well. It's 48th out of 251, which puts it in the top 19%. Everybody's been buying these kind of uh, drink companies, even regular Coca-Cola, um, Pepsi, you know, Dr. Pepper, Snapple, um, and now Coca-Cola FEMSA because we're still buying it. All the companies are saying, even though they've been raising the prices to cover the inflationary pressures, they are still getting the volumes as Coca-Cola FEMSA did last year. So it has beat four in a row now. And uh, the PE isn't bad. It's at 17. It has a peg ratio of 1.4. And as I said, it's going to grow those earnings or is expected to 7.7% here in 2023. It has a market cap of just $706 million. I'm kind of surprised it was that small. I was expecting it to be a couple billion, but $706 million, so I'm liking it as a small cap. And it pays a dividend yield, which it has always been shareholder friendly. That's probably why I bought it 15 years ago, I want to say, um, because I did like the dividend it was paying even back then, and it's yielding 3% right now. So what have these shares been doing? They've got to be on the move, right? Um, year-to-date, up 23.6%. So that's pretty nice year-to-date. Over the last year, up 51.7% as investors have been piling into these uh, beverage company stocks. Over the last month, also very bullish, up 10.3%. So that's Coca-Cola FEMSA, ticker KOF. Stock number five is in online education. It's Grand Canyon Education, ticker L is in Larry, O, P is in Paul, E is in Edward, Lope, L-O-P-E is the ticker. They are a mid-cap with a market cap of $3.6 billion. They do the online education in business, healthcare, those kinds of degrees, both undergrad and graduate. It's a Zach's number two. It's got the A growth score, PE of about 18, and a PEG of 1.2. So those earnings expected to be up 7.2% here in 2023 to 639 from 596. It only has one estimate on it, though. So be careful on some of these that don't have a lot of analyst coverage. Actually, that's also true of Coca-Cola FEMSA. I think it, we have two estimates on that one. It's a foreign company, so there's just less coverage on those. But this one, Grand Canyon Education, we only have one estimate on it as well. It's beat four quarters in a row now. Uh, industry rank is 95th out of 251, which puts it in the 38th percent. So definitely top 50 there. And what has the stock been doing year to date? It's up 9.9%. Over the last year, it's up 15.3%. And the last month, it's up 7%. So if you're looking for online education and you're looking for that growth stock, this is one to maybe keep on your watch list. Um, and listen in on the next earnings call to find out what's going on with these online um, education companies. That is Grand Canyon Education, L-O-P-E. Okay, our last stock is one many of us have heard. We've heard the jingles on television. Yes, their commercials work on me. It is O'Reilly Automotive, ticker O-R is in Robert, L is in Larry, Y. 
O-R-L-Y. And it's his act number two. That's the buy. It's got a B growth score. This is a big cap, market cap of $54 billion. No dividend. I'm kind of surprised by that, but no dividend. I did not look to see if they're doing share buyback or something else. So you might want to investigate further if you're interested in if they are shareholder friendly. PE is 23.7. A PEG ratio is 1.8. But earnings expected to be up here, of course, in 2023, up 9.5% to $36.62, $36.62. Versus 33.44 they made last year. Now, O'Reilly Automotive is on the um, car parts side of the auto area. Their industry is auto retail parts. And the parts area is very hot right now. Cars are expensive. People are holding onto their cars for even longer and longer. But when you do hold your car 10 years or 15 years, as some of us have done, including myself, Things start to break down. It's just natural, especially if you live in the north, like some of us, where we get you know extreme weather conditions. You you get a lot of things that rust out or just need to be replaced, and everything needs to be replaced at some point on most cars. So O'Reilly's cashing in on that demand for the auto parts right now, um, and the analysts are pretty bullish. Uh, where does it rank? It's at 34 out of 251. That is the top 14%. And it's beat two quarters in a row now. It is having earnings coming up here on April 26th. So tune in then to see uh, how good things are on the auto parts side. But I have a feeling it's going to continue to be pretty solid here, given that the average age I think I saw of a car in the United States now is 11 years. It was either 11 or 12 years. So again, things start to break down. You're going to need a fuel pump replaced. You're going to need some stuff done. And O'Reilly is going to be there to cash in. So what is the stock done? Year to date, it's up, but just 3.5%. But over the last month, it has uh, rallied a bit up 6.5%. And then over the last year, it's up 18.6%. So not too shabby at a time when the S&P 500 has been struggling during that same time period. So that's O'Reilly Automotive, ticker O-R-L-Y. And as you can see, just from these six stocks, they're all in different areas. It is really kind of intriguing, right? That the screen isn't really showing us, you know, that one area one industry is red hot and the others are not it's giving us the the growth stocks that are on the move but from various different areas and i feel like that's that's a positive here for this market because we're not seeing all the growth and all the uh you know good zacks rank and being on the move in just one industry or you know one or two kind of hottish type of areas and everything else is kind of you know not good no we're seeing a lot of these in various names and that um you know I'm liking going into this earnings season so keep that in mind keep some of these on your watch list if you're looking for those growth stocks they are on the move they do have momentum um, as one of my colleagues always always says about these types of stocks, momentum breeds more momentum, right? 
Uh, they are going to have earnings coming up, so that could be a catalyst, either up or down. So keep that in mind. Might want to tune in and see what's going on with actual earnings. So let me recap the stocks again because there are some intriguing ones. Uh, the first one was Asur Software, A-S-U-R. Then we had Solo Brands. That ticker is D is in David, T is in Tom, C is in Cat. DTC. Then we had Hilton Worldwide. It's still making all these lists. It's still a Zach's number two buy, HLT. Then we had Coca-Cola FEMSA. If you're looking for the emerging market type plays, which everybody kept think, saying was going to be in here in 2023, Coca-Cola FEMSA headquartered in Mexico City is one of them, ticker KOF. Then we had the online education, Grand Canyon Education, L-O-P-E. And then we finished it up with our car repairs that we all hope we don't have to do. But if our car is older, it's probably inevitable. O'Reilly Automotive, O-R-L-Y is the ticker there. And as you can see, I'm still looking for great stocks to buy. It doesn't matter what market conditions are like out there. Uh, the Zach's rank can lead you in a good bullish direction if you're using it, if you're willing to look at the earnings, uh, changes in the earnings estimates done by the analysts. They're not done by us here at Zach's. These are the street analysts, uh, you know, cutting or raising earnings estimates. And you can also, if you, don't have access to the Zacks rank, you can go to zacks.com and just tune in to our bull and bear of the day. Every day uh, we have a bull, which is a Zacks number one rank strong buy. We have a bear stock, which is a Zacks number five strong sell right on the homepage. Click on there, see what's going on with both of those every day. And here's a little hint about the the bear of the day. I know not everybody wants to click on that because you're like, hey, what do I care about that bear? No, I want the bull, right? But the bear of the days, surprisingly, are always kind of little sneaky in there. They, they always seem better than I always expect when I'm writing that article that, oh, this bear, it's going to be real, real nasty and stuff. But Many times I've found hidden gems in the bears because remember the Zach's rank does change. It does move up and down and it can change daily. It's computer generated algorithm. And during earnings season, when the analysts are cutting or raising estimates, you know, all the time, the Zach's rank changes quickly. So um, what is the Zach's number five strong sell? may not be just weeks later or months later or even days later in some cases if they just reported earnings and something good has happened. So I always look at both the bull of the day and the bear of the day to get some ideas. Remember the Zach's rank is that short-term recommendation because the earnings estimates are always changing. It's only recommended for one to three months. And again, it can change pretty quickly. Even the number one ranks can as well. Um, but the fives, I've, I've seen those change pretty quickly on an earnings estimate. So keep that in mind and check out those number fives as well, at least to keep a short list, you know, um, an intriguing list kind of thing for what 
could change when they have their next earnings report. But be sure to do that and also subscribe to get all of the Zach's Market Edge podcasts. You can get us also on Zach's.com. Just click on the podcast link up at the top. We are on YouTube. We have our own podcast page on YouTube, Zach's Podcasts. Put that into YouTube search. You'll find all of our podcasts right there. I know a lot of people like to listen on YouTube as I do. So you can find us there. We're also on Apple Podcasts and we're on um, uh, SoundCloud. You can get us there, but we're on just about all the platforms. Get us somewhere and I'll see you again next week with some more stocks. This material is being provided for informational purposes only, and nothing herein constitutes investment, legal, accounting, or tax advice, or a recommendation to buy, sell, or hold a security. Do not act or rely upon the information and advice given in this podcast without seeking the services of competent and professional legal, tax, or accounting counsel. Publication and distribution of this podcast is not intended to create, and the information contained herein does not constitute an attorney-client relationship. No recommendation or advice is being given as to whether any investment or strategy is suitable for a particular investor. It should not be assumed that any investments in securities, companies, sectors, or markets identified and described were or will be profitable. All information is current as of the date herein and is subject to change without notice. Any views or opinions expressed may not reflect those of Zach's investment research as a whole.